Hey everybody, it's Kiara, and today I'm doing a long-awaited um, tech episode. So I'm going to talk about, um, I, I have a degree in cybersecurity, but I'm not going to just talk about cybersecurity in general. I'm going to talk about being in college for tech, going to a boot camp, or being self-taught, and the pros and cons of each one. So I'm going to try and go in order so that way this episode isn't long and dragged out or anything. So I'm going to start with college first. The number one thing about college everybody knows is the debt. I definitely consider that a con because you have excessive classes. Degrees take years. Um, And one of the things that I learned with getting my degree in cybersecurity, my degree is specialized. And so that's like a blessing and a curse in itself, because if I want to transfer, my courses may not be counted. So like, for example, I live in Texas. So let's say if I go to University of Houston, their cybersecurity program may not be recognized at University of Houston downtown or University of Houston, Victoria or University of Texas, San Antonio, like some general ed classes might be recognized. But if it's a specialized degree, it's not going to transfer. So to me, that's like a scam because to me, college is college. If you take the class, the class should count. You should be able to transfer and move on. Um, A pro of college is obviously you get your degree. With a degree comes a certain level of GPAs, tutoring, certain bundles, because in technology you have to have certifications. So you can get certain certification bundles or you can ask if you can get like certain vouchers. Like let's say, I don't know, let's say you want to be a certified ethical hacker and let's say that that test is a thousand something dollars and you have to have X amount of years of experience. You can go back to your alumni and say, hey, this is an expensive um, certification. Maybe I don't have the money or something like that. Is there anything that I can take where I can take like a like a class or something like that? And the certification test is included in the cost of tuition. So you have a better chance of passing. So that's something that I definitely consider a pro because, you know, as a current student and alumni, you can always go back to wherever your educational institution is and say, hey, you know, I need resume resources, workshop resources. I need something to help me update my resume and or portfolio so that I can get into a better paying job or move to a better company. Um, speaking of portfolios in college, that's a pro because you have access to so many different systems like VMware, Azure, Amazon, um, AWS, you have a number of things. Capture the flag, hack the box, um, nice challenges, NCL. There's so many things that your college gives you access to so that you can have job readiness. And a lot of times you have to submit proof of work and it has to be submitted to the third party vendor so that your professor can review it and then that's how you earn your grade so a portfolio is extremely important and the last pro that I have for college is you can negotiate your salary a little bit better 
Um, I'm not going to get into that until the end when I get um, past boot camps and being self-taught. So for those of you who don't know, the boot camp is like if you go to a computer college, for example, and the computer college might have like, I'm trying to think, let's say you want to be a software engineer. If you want to be a software engineer and you don't want to spend years and years and years in college, then you can sign up for a boot camp. And the boot camp um, kind of has a pro and con to me in reference to debt because a lot of boot camps, if you're someone who's transitioning from like military life back into civilian life, or not even that, if you're just someone who wants to get over and done with, you can join a boot camp. But some boot camps, in my opinion, have become cash grabs for companies because it's like they know people don't want to be in school forever. They don't want to take the traditional route and do four years or a master's PhD or something like that. So they'll get you in by saying, hey, if you pay us $20,000, for example, you can get your certificate within six months. Or you can get it in 12 weeks or whatever it is. You can get it in a shorter amount of time for X amount of money. Now, I did an experiment with this before I enrolled in college and I went to a boot camp and it was like a $40,000 program, but you have to sign like a contract stating that you swear you'll show up to classes. You will pay, you know, whether you do a payment plan or if you have to take out loans. And then if you take out a certain loan, Loans can accrue interest from the date of admission or you can have like a fixed rate loan for the boot camp. Um, And some boot camps have it where you don't pay until you land a job. Um, That to me just didn't sound right. It just sounded too good to be true. And then when I was going through the contracts for these boot camps, they have contracts with employers where the employer will say, okay, if you get X amount of students this this semester, we're hiring for this degree plan, this field, whatever. We'll hire X amount of students for job readiness and job placement, but the student has to agree to pay back 9 or 10% of their salary. So basically... Not only did you have to take out a loan, and the loan may have interest, but now you have to pay back software engineers. Anything basically with computer tech is going to be around 80000 and up. So basically, you're paying $8,000 plus just to land a job. Now, if it's worth it to you, you know, and it's like, okay, well, I have less competition because the employer has a direct contract with my school, then maybe that's a pro for you. But for me, that's a con because I don't feel that I need to pay nine or $10,000 to work at a job that I'm qualified for anyway. You know, to me, it's like the job market is fair game. Either you get the job or you don't. Um, boot camps, another con for me is that the classes are longer. I believe the boot camp that I was thinking about attending, the classes were five and a half hours. Um, So if you work all day, you don't want to be in class all night, then you still have to go home. You still have to eat. You still have to have a routine. And to me, the longer class days just weren't worth it. Um, In college, the three hours 
is enough for me. I really don't. I really don't see myself taking a, a class for five hours. That's just outrageous. Um, but a pro of the tech boot camps is you also get a portfolio because they have certificate bundles and everything as well. So you have to do a lot of the times the same amount of work. You have access to the same content because technically you're still a student. Um, and this is for <clears throat> this is for salary negotiation as well. But I'm going to save that, like I said, for last because salary negotiation for college boot camps and being self-taught is a pro and a con in itself. Uh, but again, it just depends on what you're looking for. So lastly, a lot of people, especially on YouTube, are like, I'm self-taught. I have no degree. I have no experience. I have no nothing. I, basically, I just applied for this job and I got it. And that's just totally false. Um, to me, that's clickbait because it's not true. With anything in tech, you have to have experience. If you take the self-taught route, that's great. You know, you're self-paced. Maybe you don't mind learning on your own all day long. Um, With programming, like when you have to learn how to compile things and how to build websites and how to make the computer to respond and stuff like that. For some people, I can see that being a better route, being self-taught. Because for me in college, when I was learning programming, it was just like, it was ridiculous. The only thing that I understood how to program was HTML. And tech has kind of gotten away from that. Everything is basically Java, Python, and um, Ruby-based for the most part now. So nobody is using older languages like C++ and HTML anymore um, since it's like plain, plain text. So for me taking a break from programming for years and then coming back to it was like I don't know it's kind of confusing but once I learned it on my own and I got to see the errors that I was making it was kind of like I learned how to do things by heart um so if you're if you're good at programming then salute to you because I I just I couldn't do it I couldn't code it was just it was it was it was a struggle for me um so you know being self-paced could be a pro or a con depending on how you look at it you also build a portfolio, being self-taught. So that's great. You get to make certain algorithms or trick algorithms to respond a certain way. You know, um, like I think there's a YouTuber where she was working for Snapchat as a software engineer. And she created the algorithm for Bitmojis to respond. Where if you sent somebody a Bitmoji the the code could read the bitmoji somehow and then it would give you suggestions on how to respond so that was pretty cool um but the the con for being self-taught for me is you don't really get student discounts um it's kind of the same thing you know do you want to take do you want to take a boot camp and learn on your own time do you want to use udemy or aws um whatever other platforms are out there do you want to pay that fee on your own to learn how to do these things or you know do you have like a support group or like I don't know where people go for support groups and take when they're learning by themselves for me I just couldn't do it like I I have to know how things work I have to be able to ask questions 
and I have to be able to understand where I have the error. Like I have to be able to see the error and ask a question so I can correct it. And doing that by myself for me just didn't work. So for salary negotiation, pros and cons. The first thing is, first of all, everybody knows that with a degree, you can negotiate a salary. You can be someone you can put on, like me, for example, I'm graduating with honors three semesters in a row. And so for me, that's something that I put on my resume and on my LinkedIn profile. You know, I'm graduating top of my class in this specialized field. Um, So when I go to an employer and I say, hey, I want X dollar amount. And they say, you know, well, why? What do you have? What skill set do you have that's different from someone else that can prove that you know what you're doing That's something that I can put on my resume. Now, some students might be B or C students, which is, you know, which is great as well. Um, And they might be able to do the job just as efficiently as you can, if not better. But, you know, again, that comes down to negotiation. For boot camps, I just don't recommend boot camps in general, I guess is what I'm trying to say, because I know someone who works for a very large tech company who studied Stack Overflow. And with them going to the boot camp, basically they were lowballed to the point where they were insulted about their offer because they had been studying this for so long. They learned it on their own for so long. They went to school to this boot camp for it. And their boot camp certificate is equivalent to a master's program. But they're not going to get paid what they would get paid if they had a master's. So let's say, for example, with a master's degree, let's say I can walk in the door and say I want $150,000. If I go to a boot camp and I have my certificate of completion and my portfolio, my projects and everything, and I go and sit down at the negotiating table, once the job is extended to me, the job may say, okay, well, you you know, you do have this and that. You are qualified for it, but you don't have that paperwork. You don't have that diploma. So it's not in our budget. You know, they're not going to come out and blatantly say it like that. But basically, they're lowballing you because you don't have that diploma in your hands. So instead of them giving you the 150, let's say they offer you 90 or 100. To me, that's insulting because either way, you still had to take out the time and money to do this program. You learned it faster because you didn't have the additional courses that a traditional college would have. But suppose with the courses that you're not taking, anything with computer science is basically algorithm based when it comes to engineering is going to be algorithm based. And the classes, the math classes that you take at the college are designed for you to get a master's basically so if you go to a boot camp it is very well known in the tech industry that you're going to be lowballed and it's the same thing if you're self-taught you know you have a you have a um, portfolio you have everything else but you still don't have that diploma so I think like the standard salary for a network engineer is about 85 to $90,000 when they start. But there's an African-American woman on YouTube where she she was self-taught 
And after she got out of the military, she was only making like $70,000. And when she negotiated her salary, they gave her the $70,000. And she was like, it was just seemed like it was too good to be true for her because they didn't blink twice when she said that she wanted seventy. But then through trial and error, she started to realize that she was underpaid and her coworkers who were doing the same job were making six figures. So it's up to you as the consumer for how you choose to educate yourself. Um, with tech, you never stop learning. It's ongoing. So hopefully this podcast helps someone. Um, I just, I recommend college because you get groups, uh, women in tech, minorities in tech. You just have way more of the college experience, in my opinion. And you don't have to necessarily take out years and years and years worth of student loans and debt in order to get your college diploma. But I definitely recommend for people to do their research, know what you're signing up for, know your industry. You have to know your industry and you have to have some sort of basic understanding of not just computers, but networking, um, scripting, Linux. You have to know a number of things when you go into tech. You can go into it like I did as a beginner. Um, where you really don't know much but to me that's kind of like a hindrance because it can be stressful you can get burnt out very 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 quickly so hopefully this episode helps you guys let me know if you want more technologically based episodes if you want to know more about salary negotiating tips or anything like that and as always thank you guys for tuning in i appreciate you guys so much